Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, who's back? Back. Back, back again. Everyone. The boys are back. <laughs> Tell a friend. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 10 of the No Bad Days podcast. We'll probably end up cutting that first part out, but, you know, who knows? We'll see. Um, This week is number 10. We're hitting double digits. That's I don't know big, if that's good or not. I, some some might say it is. I don't know. I'm, pre- I'm feeling pretty energetic right now, so today's episode should be a pretty good one. Oh, yeah. We're going to be um, all over the place. A little, little loosey goosey today. Planes. We're going to be talking about. Trains, maybe, maybe even automobiles. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? The possibilities are just endless when the three of us get going. Oh. <laughs> um, the three of us would be, I am Troy McTavish. Um, I, I run the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, conductor. conductor I, I, I'm the conductor of the of the uh, the train that we're on. And uh, Johnny Johnny puts the coal in the fire. And Marty uh, Marty steers. I'm the, no. yeah, I'm the steer of the train. Marty sits in coke. Yeah. <laughs> Marty sits in business class. <laughs> He's got his own suite on the on the train. Anyways. Hangs out. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. Well, we're off and running on the the tenth episode ever. <laughs> well, boys, let's just uh give a round of applause for my summer coming to an end here. I got two more days of work. I am then I'm out of here. That's an awesome feeling. And Congrats, then, Marty. Yeah. Congrats, man. I, I made it. Is I that the it. last? Is that the last uh, last summer ever working at uh, the construction company that you're at? I think I'm hoping so because I graduate this year. <laughs> <laughs> is that place done or what? Uh they got another. Uh, it should be done soon. Like when one more year. Butterflies come in. The butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, do they have like a okay? So, if you're interested where I work, search up Canada's Diversity Gardens. And it's basically a big building the size of a football stadium that's dedicated to uh butterflies in Winnipeg. So, um, that's sick. Uh, (laughs) yeah. So, if that barks more than that, that barks up your tree, give it a give it a visit, right? More than that. What is it more than that? I thought you said it was butterflies. That's like a part of it, and they have like uh different like gardens like they have like indigenous gardens um it's like yeah it's a crazy big building there's just a lot going on with it maybe i'll have my dad freaking explain it to me i just they got a water slide or something do they have a water slide (laughs) they have a waterfall 100 feet can you jump down it they have cliff diving (laughs) that's probably frowned upon (laughs) no jumping on the butterflies thank you (laughs) Yeah, so what are the butterflies going to be doing? Are they just going to be buzzing around in there? I don't know. <laughs> hey, they have like a they have like a petting section. You could pet a butterfly. <laughs> it's like a petting zoo, but for yeah. 
But for what are what are butterflies before they turn into butterflies again? Caterpillars. Caterpillars, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, like a cocoon section, and then <laughs> some kid cries because a butterfly bit him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that'll be bad. We're off to a hot start today. Uh, okay. Well, you know, we'll explain what happened. Um, we had a little mix-up, so a little bump in the road. We uh, bump in the road. We'll just say it. we fucked up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> this week was supposed to be our first guest of the podcast, and uh, as you guys probably could assume, uh, the three of us we're not the most tech savvy. We're not the most we're not the most organized people on the planet Earth. You know, we're trying though. We're we trying. We kind of go. We're kind of like the river. We just kind of go with the flow. You know. Yeah, we do try our north. Best. We go north. If it goes west, we go east. We tried our best, and and we 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 got our times mixed up with our guest, and in classic no bad days fashion, um, we we tried to record on the Tuesday before the Wednesday the Wednesday drop of the episode. So of course now uh, we don't have a guest uh, again. So um, you know we're not going to let that ruin our day because after all the episode or the the podcast is called no bad days. So oh, this yeah. will not be a bad day. We will we will refuse to let that happen. Let this ruin our day. We're gonna take this with nothing but positivity. <laughs> it's like it's like when we were in Nashville, Marty, and we said nothing's ruining our vacation. Not even COVID himself. <laughs> meanwhile, and then meanwhile, and then crying in the back of the RV. And then two days later, we're sitting on the ride home, just crying. <laughs> yeah, beside, beside a bottle of Purell. Thinking, yeah. thinking about what that Saturday, sun, sorry, it was Sunday. Thinking about that Sunday night line dancing show would have been like. Yeah, that sure would have been nice. Anyways, boys, let's just jump right into our things that hit different segment because that was pretty popular last week. Did you guys come up with any good ones this week? I have a good one. I don't know if you guys will be able to relate to it. You probably will. But mine this week is going to be. Something that hits different is when you finally take your golf shoes off after a long round of golf and you just put them in your flip-flops oh, right yeah. by the car. Or I, feel that, I feel that with like my work boots. Just going to say that, yeah. Take That's your socks off too? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Got to take the air, socks off. Air the boys out. Oh, socks? <laughs> you mean foot prisons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. When no, I was, no. <laughs> sorry, when I was billeting in BC, uh, I was, I was there, new there for like the first time. And my mom was like always communicating with my billet parents, <laughs> trying to see if I was be- behaving myself. And they're like, oh my God. Yeah. He's so great. But, um, we're going to have to like his feet just stink. <laughs> and <laughs> cause my, sk- like I'd come home from practice cause my skates would have just been on and I'd all, I just rock bare feet in the house. Oh yeah, and they'd like I'd have my feet up on the thing, and they'd walk by and just get a whiff of my hockey skates and be like, "Okay, like something's gotta." <laughs> okay, this guy's got mushy feet. Yeah, <laughs> this guy smells like an old piece of Swiss. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, like before dinner, if like we were short on a vegetable or something, we would just go scrape the bottom of my feet and see whatever came off. <laughs> no, that'd be, that'd be the topping. <laughs> hey, yeah, let's put that on the pasta. <laughs> yeah, you guys need some parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, things that hit different. What's yours? Uh, oh, when uh, when you wake up like an hour before your alarm, 
and like you're kind of in a panic and then you check the time and like say you're supposed to wake up at like 7 30 and it's like 6 30 and you just know you get a nice hour you just you know head hits the pillow again oh and then you and then you sleep through it most yeah and then you and then you wake up at 7 45 and you're like oh no (laughs) yeah yeah and me and tab are waiting in the car (laughs) yeah uh, and, and and then half a tank of gas goes by and then <laughs> and then johnny comes out and oh and then he forgot his water so then he has to go back inside and get it yeah but but, but then he starts talking to his roommate and then and his he, white ripped jeans and then he actually then he actually decides that his roommate's leaving for the rink at the same time so he just goes with his roommate and then he just doesn't tell marty and i that he's gone so marty and i are still waiting in the back and then johnny's like i'm at the rink and we're like oh okay i guess we'll come now if that's all right with you <laughs> okay uh first of all things that hit different. we're never we're never late it's different. so put it on that hits different sleeping in fantastic Marty, <laughs> agree i'm gonna go on the same kind of page as you there johnny my hits different just because this past week i had an incredible sunday nap sunday naps just hit different couch Maybe. naps something about a couch nap on a sunday between two to four i'd say yeah like that's or or, you know what like even just waking up on a sunday and knowing that you have nothing to do that day that's fantastic yeah that doesn't happen often though no it doesn't we're we're busy boys but normally i panic and think of like all the stuff i had to do on saturday that i pushed back because i was hanging out with my friends well more, more so in the summer like when you don't have schoolwork and all that stuff Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I see. Yeah, you've done so much schoolwork on Sundays. Throughout. <laughs> Are you guys excited uh, for school to start? No, at school. I'm excited to be at school. Yeah, I'm a little bit excited. It's our last year, Tav. I know, but like, I don't know. What are we, what are we gonna do after? Like, after school? Um, like, are we just all gonna like move in with each other? Yeah, probably. I mean, got a house out in LA. Seems like the next logical move is just to move in together somewhere else. Just get like a a move to Arizona. No, let's go to Montana. Yeah. We'll just get a ranch and be cowboys. Boys, so I'm almost caught up. I'm almost done Yellowstone. I started. Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. I'm not even almost done. Dude, I, I started watching it last Thursday. And I crushed it. Like, so I only got like five episodes. I'm on episode five or six on season three. <laughs> That's like, yeah. for reference, it's Tuesday and he started it five days ago. So, and they're hour long episodes. And, oh, you've, yeah. and you've watched 25 episodes. episodes. Yeah. So he's out of the five days, he spent a full day of that watching Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Friday, Friday, I worked from home. So like when I was working at like the kitchen, like I had it on <clears throat> and then, uh, Saturday just crushed it all day. Hmm. It's incredible. Eh? What do you think? Unreal. Unreal. Better, better than Peaky Blinders, eh? Um, come on. That's a tough, that's a I tough call. Even, I couldn't even watch an episode of Peaky Blinders when you guys had it on in the living room. I think okay. yeah. both, both hey, six Peaky, shows. Peaky Blinders is a show like you can't just like have have that on like in, in the background or whatever like you gotta like focus dial in because it's it's a big talkie peaky blinders it's big what 
the big talkie. Walkie talkie. Yeah. Talkie <laughs> talkie chips. Talkies. Those Roger, do not hit different. Roger that. Roger. Yeah, those those hit opposite of different. And you also um, need titles on for Peaky Blinders because those accents are so thick. Yeah, I mean, I like I like Peaky, but I think Yellowstone takes the cake for me. That is sick. I didn't like not really I don't even know what I was expecting, but like very happy with that show. You're very ecstatic about that show, hey? Yeah. You're very talky about it, like walkie talkie. You're walkie talkie. <laughs> I heard uh the ep- uh season four when it comes out, it's only in the States, so thank God we're going back. Really? That's it? Shit. Thank God. Thank God we're going to be in the States so we could watch that show. <laughs> I would literally drive down to the States just to watch it. Yeah. I'd book a full day in a hotel and just crush all 10 episodes and drive home. I just drive to Buffalo 45 minutes. I think we've all watched it now. Like, well, Will anyway. I don't know what the other guy's in the shack, but. Yelly watched it. Cuddy's yeah. watched it. I don't know We're about have a full-on watch party at the Marriott, probably. Yeah, I like that. Is it is it going to come out all at once or like one episode a week or something? I think it's going to be one a week. I don't know. Let's speculate a little bit. <laughs> we love doing that. If there's one thing that our house loves to do is speculate. Oh, like do we, we could, ever? We like what's a what's a good example to have? Uh oh, how about um, like, when the before the schedule for the season comes out or something like that, even in the summer, like in the group chat or, or before the, or a schedule for a weekend trip, like we'll be going on the road for a weekend and we'll be like, well, this isn't really that good of an example, but we'll speculate on what time we're going to leave, what we're going to get to eat, uh, what movie we're going to watch, which is obviously we always watch boondog, boondog saints on their way there <laughs> at level at volume level 600. Um, <laughs> So like no one can have a sleep or anything. You have to watch the movie. Um, like, <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, when you travel on a hockey team, you're supposed to bring movies on the bus. And normally it's up to the younger guys on the team to bring the movies because that's just how it, that's just how it is. But the last few years, the younger guys on the team have been slacking on the movie department. So the coaching staff brings the movies and it's the same four movies. It's Boondock Saints. Uh, slap shot get get hard uh isn't um slap shot i'm pretty sure is on there slap shot one of those yeah um the other one i'm thinking of is uh reservoir dogs which are they're they're all pretty good movies but when you watch them seven times in the same year you're like okay like what the heck not not such a good movie anymore remember that remember the times we would go to Oh, remember the times we would when we'd go to Eau Claire, we'd get there so early, we'd go to the mall for like two hours beforehand and just chill. And every time we went to that mall, we lost. <laughs> <laughs> we'd go in that. We'd go in that. Yeah, what is it mall. like a? Is it like a Shields or something like that? That what? It's like a uh, sports. What's it called? Kind of like a Dicks. It's like a yeah. It's like a like a Walmart Dicks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that store there is called, but like. <laughs> Remember going to have and just like looking at all the guns and like just laughing. Like, yeah. Culture oh, yeah, no, I need a I need a fully automatic assault rifle for my uh my kitchen. <laughs> well you go in there. Johnny and I were walking in there just as like two Canadian guys and we were walking around and we see the gun section and it's like hunting. So we're like, Oh, okay, like 
hunting you can get that walmart in canada you can go to cabela's and get a hunting rifle and get a license for it and stuff we go back there looking at the stuff cool 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 uh look to our left oh oh that that's a barrett 50 cal hmm. look to our right oh golden desert eagle nice and we're like <laughs> we're like we're like oh uh i don't have any use for these but uh some people might so that's cool remember we were in the uh pistol section with blazer and there was like that massive revolver like from dirty harry like that huge yeah that thing must have weighed 20 pounds that handgun and, and the guy's like you guys want to hold it we're like uh i don't know because like we're all scared of guns and uh the guy goes gives it to blazer he's like no no, no i don't want to hold it <laughs> yeah yeah blazer's like no no i i we're yeah, gonna i'm just gonna go get a uh, smoothie at booster juice or something yeah like, <laughs> like with his like uh, pointer finger and his thumb like grabbing like the handle uh no i'm good guys <laughs> we, icky, icky. didn't didn't we go into that mall once on the break and didn't like guys rent those like stuffed animals that are on wheels and they're like a little like go-kart that you can just rip around the mall and you they just they rented it for like half an hour just like race each other around the mall on these like like stuffed bears and giraffes and i yeah. feel like someone definitely did that yeah we're, we're, all in our, we're all in our school team track suits just buzzing around my favorite thing about going into a gas station or something on the bus is when you play bus tag on the way out Oh so, yeah. For, so for for our listeners that don't know, so when we when we stop, everyone kind of wants to get a snack or something. But normally it's on the way home from a game, and you have like a couple hour drive ahead of you. So you go into the gas station, and normally everyone gets up and goes in. And so you're all lining up the cash register, and there's a line of like 20 people, and the ca- and the the clerk at the cash is just miserable because like there's like 30 obnoxious hockey players that just walked in. And so the first guy normally goes out of the door and hides inside. And basically the game starts with him as, as people come out, he tags them. And that, that means you're it if you get tagged. And then everyone else's job is to run and touch the bus before they get tagged. And then like the last person that the last person that gets tagged is normally like the one that's on the hook, for like the next game, like the next weekend or something like that. They're still it. And like, it gets pretty competitive. Like you go out, you're, you're trying to juke people and stuff like that. And it's just like it's just hilarious because once you get to the bus you just watch all these guys scramble to like try and find the bus and normally it's like well it's obviously in the winter so like guys are eating it on the ice in the parking lot and stuff. yeah it's just a full-on mayhem in a parking lot we played that outside that hibachi restaurant in uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> we go to this nice nice restaurant and outside i think we all we all dressed up in like it was like business casual. Yeah, like, guys in like dress shoes and loafers, <laughs> like shoes with like zero track. On zero the traction. So we're like, guys are biting it into the snowbank, rolling around. And then I, I forget, like normally we do like the guy that loses, does he just carry it over to the next week? Or does yeah, he have to like... Really, there's really no... There's no real punishment, I guess. So it's kind of stupid. Should we should make one up. Yeah, like, like if you oh, lose, oh, you have to like unpack the bus or something or clean the bus that that sucks that would make it way more intense dude i i remember like in junior it we don't it's not like this in college at all because like you know like even though you're the younger guy you got your odd duty rookie duty whatever like it's not really like that like we're all like 20 year old men like it's it kind of wears off but when you're in junior you're 16 to 20 years old and i remember being a 16 year old on the bus and like 
it was only the 16 year olds that cleaned up. Like the older guys did not have to do a thing and get pizza after games and guys would be like, Hey rookies. And like, we all look back and like, they just dump like a full pizza on the ground. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. I'm not going to be home till 2am. Great. <laughs> I used to, when I was a rookie, we had like this, like, you know how you do like the player of the game uh, awards and stuff like throughout the team, like, like we have like the the construction vest and like the yeah, yeah. The, the nail like whoever gets that's like the hardest work for the game like just for fun we do like fun little stuff like that but in junior my first year um the player of the game got a cowboy hat and we had this stuffed like stuffed animal rocking horse and his name was buster and um he would travel everywhere with us right and it's like a three foot by two foot stuffed horse that has like metal legs and stuff and since i was the youngest one on the team buster had to sit beside me on the bus <laughs> and i had this and i had i had the seat right behind the head coach because right at the front of the bus that's the worst seat ever yeah so me and buster like everyone else would get their their own seat and like buster rhymes would just hang out me and buster rhymes would just hang out yeah. <laughs> and, and then like i tr- i try to like put him in the middle of the aisle and like put my feet up on buster and like just hang out and then like guys would like see that and they'd come and like kick him out from underneath me and it would like sometimes it would like hit the head coach at the front of the bus and he'd wake up all pissed at me because i'm supposed to be in charge of buster and then so like yes buster rhymes care of a stuffed animal (laughs) so basically my job on the road was like i had to take him into my into the room and stuff on the road like that guy would like i was basically like the stanley cup like you know the guy that you were, you watches this. I was literally, I was literally a Buster's father. Yeah. So, so like it would be like right. you, the player of the game would have to go in the middle of the room and put the cowboy hat and like sit on Buster and like give a speech and then like rock back and forth like he was in a rodeo trying to like get bucked off of Buster Rhymes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I just had to like, and they'd pull all these kind of pranks on me, and then just that's, that's like gotta that. be brutal because like you're trying to focus on like the game, or whatever, like preparation and like you gotta like remember like this fucking stuffed animal you gotta bring in the room <laughs> yeah i gotta carry my own hockey bag and then i gotta carry buster <laughs> you feed him honestly hay. honestly you need to probably <laughs> take buster first right yeah buster. dude that year i barely played so buster was more important than my own hockey equipment <laughs> sometimes like sometimes i wouldn't be playing in the lineup and i would only have to bring buster into the ring i didn't i left myself on the bus <laughs> Yeah, you get the call, you're like thinking like you're in the lineup, like, no, no, no we just need Buster. <laughs> yeah. Right. Did you get right, how, Buster? Did, how did how did you guys find out if you're in the lineup or not in juniors? Just uh, you walk in the dressing room and the lineup was on the whiteboard. Before the game or Yeah, before or, like, like pregame skate. Uh no, like you know, like if you're playing at seven o'clock, you show up at five. Yeah. Like, that's like you like so on the way to the game like you, you don't know if you're playing or not yeah same same so like my 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 rookie year in junior you would go to the rink and if your jersey wasn't hung up in your stall then you weren't playing yeah that was kind of same with us actually <laughs> so then you got all dressed and prepared all day for nothing which is fine but then you'd have to like you'd obviously have to go work out and stay in shape and stuff but then there's this one time where i went in not expecting to play Cause I was young and my Jersey was there. So I was all fired up. I was like, yeah, I'm in texting my parents. I'm in, I'm in. 
everyone's like, okay, we'll stay up late. Cause I'm in BC. It's a three hour time change behind. So my parents are staying up till the 10 o'clock start uh, at home. And I'm like, okay, talk to you after the game. I'm got to get ready now. So I get, <laughs> I start getting my gear on and stuff. Get my gear on coach comes in the room for the pregame uh, talk, looks at me. He goes, what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> just getting ready. You, he's like, you take your headphones out. Eh? You're like, sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, he's like, Oh, he's like, okay, well, uh, you could take warm up. So I, go, <laughs> so I had to go out for a warm up 20 minutes on the ice buzz around. And I got back in the dressing room. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and get undressed and stuff. <laughs> Oh, thanks, bud. So now you're trying to get – and then there was another game I played. I played one shift the whole game. Yeah. I, I showed up – I slept through not like – so I lived half hour out of town my first year, and I woke – game starts at 7.30, and I woke up at 5.45 from my nap. So, like, right when guys kind of start showing up at the rink, like 5.30-ish. So I start – scrambling i barely put my dress clothes on i gotta drive half hour so i show up at like 6 15 nobody's called me or anything like <laughs> not even my coaches and i show up and like it's right in like the i show up right as they're doing like the pre like warm-up speech type deal and i was like uh hi right. <laughs> i'm here hey guys i mean you end up playing yeah i ended up playing but i was just like yeah was I I remember one time I won't mention any names but uh we were my we were we won 10 games in a row so the boys are all fired up right it's a Saturday night game 11 we had won 10 in a row we won Friday night we're playing the same team Saturday night we take we go to overtime I was playing we lose in overtime so we go we go 10 and 1 in our last 11 losing overtime so we're all like come in we're like shit you know lost but hey got a point uh one ten in a row we're gonna lose one eventually boys so you know shake it off we're playing on wednesday so you know have a good night we're all thinking like okay you know we kind of got like a green light tonight <laughs> and then the coach comes in the dressing room he's like he's like you, oh you oh you guys thought you guys thought your guys were able to go out tonight? Oh, really? And he starts doing that, and you can see that he's starting to get more and more mad. We're like, uh, so our captain was like, well, we just won 10 in a row and, like, lost in overtime. And he goes, he goes, looks at him, he goes, I don't give a fuck. And he, and he just goes over to the whiteboard in the middle of the room and starts right. And so, like, every time in the before that in the season, if we would win on a Saturday or lose, he would write curfew on the whiteboard in the room before you left like hey you won curfew 2 a.m be at your billet houses i'm cal- i'm calling or we lose okay curfew's 11 you go home or you go to the restaurant to get your meal and you go straight home right so it's kind of like that kind of deal yeah he goes up to this whiteboard and he writes on the whiteboard 4 a.m bring your running shoes and we're like we're like excuse me <laughs> so like the older guys are all pissed i'm sitting there like 4 a.m like that's pretty like what does he mean like monday like either really late or really early (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah so we're like 4 a.m like did oh we were getting rewarded maybe 
So, and then he's like, so then he comes back in just to be clear, you're here at 4am. We're like, Oh shit. Okay. So go home, sleep for like three hours, get up, show up to the rink and he's in his truck outside the rink. And he's like, do you guys have your running shoes? And we're all standing there. Yep. He's like, okay, follow me. Starts taking off in his truck. We had to run behind his truck for 5k. Then after we were done, we were like, okay, day off boys. He goes, nah, uh, uh, we got practice at 10 a.m. And guess what? There's no pucks. <laughs> oh, my. So, oh, we, so, we, so we go home and sleep for like two hours, come back to the rink, no puck practice. Guys are like European all over the ice. <laughs> <laughs> and then we came back Monday, had a normal practice, and then we played Wednesday and won. So I guess it worked. Yeah. Pretty brutal, though. That's behind the madness there. <laughs> I remember this one time, uh, our, you know how like uh, when you play like an away game, sometimes like the other team will supply like food or water for yeah. you. So we had that and it was like set up on this folding table in the middle of our dressing room. But it was it wasn't a plastic one. It was a wood one. So it was like kind of heavy and it was really big. And we lost. <laughs> a coach comes in after and he's all calm, whatever, really calm. And then he starts freaking out on us like a like a switch just like flipped. <laughs> he gets so mad and he goes to throw this table. So he picks it up, but he couldn't pick it up. So it moved like, I don't know, two inches. And he gave it all of his might. And after like he and he kept going at it, but he couldn't move this thing. And like so we're all like sitting there with like our our uh Mel's like tucked in our jerseys, like laughing. He's like, You guys think that's funny? You guys think that's funny? flips the table and like just peanut butter bagels like everything's just everything. he's like clean that up and then he, <laughs> <laughs> he left <laughs> like oh thanks bud <laughs> thanks boys that's awesome i love that <laughs> yeah junior junior is fun there's always stories like that where you can look back and just laugh on it yeah like call the coaches just they like they're just as invested as you are to the whole oh, thing sure. so and the next day like they're they're your friend again you know what they're I mean? laughing they're laughing the next day the heat yeah. of the moment we've all we've all been there done that so you know just want to it's all in good fun but it, yeah it's stories like that that uh like junior's a great time like it, it, it's awesome college, college is even more fun so all just fun yeah so speaking of this junior talk people wanted to kind of figure out how that how it all happens I know we went over it before, but maybe we could just like touch on our personal paths to how we got to college. So either one of you want to start and then you can kind of go from there. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll go first. Uh, okay, go ahead then. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, go, on. Uh, go ahead now. Yeah, I grew up, grew up playing uh, AAA minor hockey. So minor hockey has rankings, AAA, AA, single A. And um yeah, I grew up playing that all the way up to uh, minor midget, um, which uh, you're in grade 10 in minor midget. Uh, and in Canada, that's your draft year to major junior. So major junior consists of three leagues in Canada, uh, the WHL, the OHL, and the uh, QMJHL. And growing up in Ontario, uh, our draft is obviously the OHL, the Ontario Hockey League. I uh, didn't get drafted there. Um, but, uh, that, you know, I 
at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because even guys that do, you still got to go try out for junior teams and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I made a junior B team when I was 16 and uh, played three years of junior B, two years of junior A, and then uh, went to college after. How come you didn't, uh, how come you decided to play junior A or junior B at 16? Like I know, so for people listening, you can play junior hockey. There's three tiers of junior hockey that you can play. The first top one is the major junior that Johnny was just talking about, OHL, WHL, QMJHL. The second tier is junior A, which is what we all ended up playing eventually, um, which is like the path that you take when you want to go play college hockey. And then there's a, there's a tier there's a tier under that junior B, which is more it's, there's kind of like two, two types of people that play junior B. There's like young kids that are too young. To, is that right? What's wrong? I was laughing. <laughs> I was laughing when you said we all, we all make junior A eventually. <laughs> well, yeah, it's true. No, yeah, I was just laughing. Not everyone played at freaking seventeen like you, Marty. No, no. that's just Marty flexing, eh, hey, Johnny? No. Yeah, I was laughing at Johnny. What, what are you laughing at me for? I don't know. Okay, so then the third tier is I'm Junior B. So there's two, two type more, more, more or less two types of people in Junior B where it's just filled with younger guys that are trying to make the next step to Junior A, or there's older guys that had that have maybe played major junior and just kind of want to play for fun. Um, obviously still really good hockey players, but maybe they don't want to make the full commitment to like a full-time schedule like that. So junior B is more of like a relaxed atmosphere than anything, um, depending on the program, obviously. So I'm wondering like why you would try to play junior B at 16 rather than taking like the traditional uh, playing midget AAA for a year or two. Uh, That's actually a pretty good question. Um, I kind of just wanted to get on with it and go play junior, you know, like think you're cool, wear a visor, all that stuff. Um, but uh, no, where, where I live in Ontario too, like I, I live in Southern Ontario and junior B is like very big there. Like there's, there's not really a whole lot of junior A teams where I live. It's mostly junior B actually. So uh, it made the most sense. Um, but uh, you know, after three years and then, you, you know, you get an invite to go, play junior a somewhere or or get an invite to camp or something like that so yeah that's how i ended up uh eventually making that jump to junior a and and it it's really not that big of a difference between junior a and junior b in in ontario at least i don't know how it is in the other provinces depending where depending the program or the league there's multiple leagues like there is in junior a like, yeah, and like each team, like it depends where you play too. Like, because some teams have more money than other teams and stuff like that, and they treat you better, or whatever. But uh, I was fortunate enough, like wherever I played junior, like uh, it was uh, they were all top notch organizations, so it was nice. Right. What about you, Marty? What was your path? Um, just mainly like double A, triple A, and then in grade ten, I played. I decided to play high school, which not a lot of people do in Canada. And then from there, I just, I got my only invite to a junior camp out of high school. And it was the team I ended up playing for, for four years. So I just went there right after. Luckily. Cool. Four years on the same team. Yeah. 
It must be nice. That's that's the opposite of Johnny and I. Yeah, yeah. nice living in a small town where we you kind of you kind of know everyone. You become friends and family with a, like a lot of different people. Yeah, I did a lot of community stuff in that, like a lot of community service there, like doing breakfast clubs with like the little kids and yeah stuff like that. So that's one of the best one of the best parts of junior yeah is like getting involved in the community especially in Canada like it's like it's a lot of hometown hockey and like you go to elementary school read to kids yeah kids are better readers than you are but you know (laughs) they read they they read to you (laughs) I I I did that like once a week back then too go to the the elementary school and read read the books yeah same we'd go at like 9 a.m and like just like we had to go in like our track suits and all that. And like yeah. it, kids ask you the funniest questions. They're like, so when are you going to play in the NHL? You're like, uh, <laughs> Soon. Well, not, not today, but, <laughs> and then uh, it was sick. Uh, Cause sometimes you got to partake in uh, their gym class and go play dodgeball with a bunch of kids in grade three and just show them who's boss. One of my, one of my favorite um, memories about like all of junior hockey as a whole was um, one time uh, our team was selected or not selected, but we we were playing an organized ball hockey game against the Special Olympics Canada, like local ball hockey team. Yeah. And so like we all showed up there at like, I think it was like seven or eight o'clock at this gym at the high school right across from our rink. And uh, there's people there to watch and everything. It was like a really cool event that they had put on. And I remember we were all there kind of like just goofing around with each other and stuff. And then the, the team came in and they had like, they wanted to do uh, like a 20 minute warm up and three 20 minute periods, just like, cause they all come to our games and they see us do that. So they wanted to kind of mimic what we do. So it was hilarious. We were like, we were doing like our, like our on ice hockey warm up in the gym. They had, <laughs> they had music blasting. Like these these kids that like they were they were unreal. Um, I remember I was the goalie for our team, uh, and and they the team the Special Olympics team they, they traded they traded for me, so I got to play on their team. So I was like trying to stand on my head for them because like it was my buddies shooting on me and they were trying to just like hit me with the puck and stuff and like so I'm trying to I'm trying to make saves. So I let one goal in and the, this this kid comes up to me and he goes, "Hey," I'm like, "Hey, sorry, man." He's like yeah you got to have that (laughs) i'm like i'm like i know dude sorry but like just things like that it's so rewarding like even like it's just like it's just like so it's it's fun for you just as fun as it is for them no it's awesome to make a connection with the community that you're playing in literally so like yeah all this stuff like going to read at schools all i think most teams do it and it's just like part of the thing that you learn is that's why i think like a lot of hockey players that are playing pro are really good at giving back to their communities it's probably because they learned it at such a younger age that they just continue it throughout their whole careers it's part of the culture like you know hockey gives so much to you that you got to give some back right exactly um what do you okay you guys you guys got the giggles out yet or what (laughs) I, i keep looking at grinny mcgee down there yeah toothless grin yeah snaggle snaggle okay um anyways did you guys see that 
we mentioned it last week's episode. I said that the Canadian women's Olympic soccer team oh, uh, was going to the gold medal game. Oh yeah. Gold well, they game. they ended up winning. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you guys did. You guys watch any of the game, or did you catch the highlights or anything? I yeah, I searched up the highlights after I, I saw that they. Won. It was kind of crazy. Like they were they went to penalty kicks. Yeah. Which, which in soccer is like. It's like the hockey shootout. It's so unpredictable. It's even more unpredictable because the net's so big and the goalie's so tiny in the net. Yeah. So, like, you really should score more oftentimes than not, where in hockey, the goalie's technically supposed to save it more times than not. Yeah, like in soccer, the goalie's basically guessing where that ball's going. Like, so, stop that. so what happened is, like, they both teams went one for five in the first five shooters, so then they had to go to, like, extra kicks. And Sweden had the upper hand, and then the, the the girl that was kicking for Sweden, she blew it right over the net, like high, and high and wide. You could see it, it was like, like okay. Then this, I don't know who it was, but one of the girls stepped up for Canada, and just buried it top cheese, like right right underneath the bar, right by the post, perfect yeah. shot, one gold. So shout proud out, shout out Canada. That's it. Proud, proud Canadians. And I guess uh, the hockey, like for next for this upcoming year, the hockey NHL players are supposed to be going to the Olympics. I don't know if it's for sure yet, but I think they're starting to like name the coaches and GMs and stuff for the team. So I really hope they do. Like the Olympics, like that's supposed to be like the best athletes in the world at that sport, and doesn't really make sense for the NHL players not to be there. Right, because every other every other sport has the best, like legit the best, so the best. And like when the NHL doesn't go then you're missing out on, like, the premier talent of hockey, basically, right? Like, if you don't have McDavid, Crosby, like, Ovechkin, Matthews, like, all those guys wouldn't be in it. So how do you say it's, like, the best of the best, you know? Exactly. Like, even when they weren't in it, like, it was still pretty good hockey because it was oh, a lot yeah. of former NHL guys that just play over in Europe or in the KHL or something. But, like, yeah. still-, still a big deal. But, like, like, it's just – it draws in so much – so many more eyes when the top – guys in the NHL are watching because people actually know who they are kind of and they have like an invested interest whether they cheer for their team like back home or you know whatever like I remember that when they when the Olympics were in Vancouver it was like the biggest deal ever that you know Team Canada was playing in the gold medal game against the Americans and stuff and then obviously Crosby scored that goal the golden goal yeah that was sick remember they were looking for his glove after to put yeah. in the hall someone stole his glove he, well, he sallied so hard in the corner, and then he threw it over the glass. I would have kept that thing. Yeah, not a chance. <laughs> I would have held that thing ransom. I <laughs> <laughs> would have had it taped up in a chair in this dark room, yeah. on the phone with the on the phone with the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'll give it back. Uh, for two, two million. million. Two million. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I don't know. You drive a pretty tough bargain. Yeah. <laughs> You're like we'll offer you a hundred dollars. You're like, all right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you free passes so you can get into the Hall of Fame if you want. Oh, okay, <laughs> sweet, sounds good. Do I get to touch the Stanley Cup? <laughs> yes. Um, one thing I kind of wanted to talk about was how we people want to know how we how we do this podcast. Like, how does it all come together? So, basically, every week we set a time. Normally on Tuesday night. Um, because we leave things to the last minute. And then we kind of all come up with talking points. Like Johnny comes up with a few, Marty comes up with a few, I come up with a few, and we just pull them together. And then we kind of just see where, like, the 
the content goes like it always sparks other stories and stuff right so yeah we get uh not that we get sidetracked pretty easily but we get sidetracked pretty easily (laughs) and uh yeah like we, we do have like you know topics in line to talk about but uh you know once like taver said like once a story comes about like we just go off you know we kind of just get each other going and uh it goes from there and yeah we're, uh, you should tell them what we're doing with your spare room johnny no i don't no, have a spare room anymore i don't have the spare room anymore oh yeah we got yeah we got, we got five well, Tavers, what are we doing in Tavers room? Then? We're gonna be cooking up a studio, a podcast studio in my room at school. <laughs> we're gonna get, we're gonna get rid of my bed and desk. I'm just gonna sleep on the couch in my room, and then we're gonna turn it into a podcast studio. <laughs> oh, baby, oh, we're fully, inv- we're fully invested. <laughs> you can sleep with me just like freshman year. You can move your TV and Xbox in my room, and we literally considered that getting yeah. bunk beds. Yeah, we did. <laughs> would that be hilarious if Marty and I had bunk beds? That would be incredible. And just a spare room right next door. You, 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 guys, you guys would get like an hour of sleep every night. Yeah, we'd just be laughing the whole time or talking. All you hear is giggles coming from that room. Just be farting in there and just giggling. <laughs> <laughs> it smell like Taver's stinky peas feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's Taver's on toes. <laughs> I don't even have bad feet. I don't know what you guys got. Mozzarella sticks for toes. <laughs> yeah, I've got those cheese sticks that you get at Walmart that you peel off when you're a kid. You get them in lunch. Marty's like, Tower, why is there a thing of marinara sauce at the end of your bed? What were you guys' favorite like lunch snacks when you were a kid? Like you open up your lunchbox at school and you'd be like, "Fuck yes, today Dunk-a-roos. we got Dunkaroos." Yeah. Uh, my mom never gave me like fruit roll-ups or dunkaroos I always had like a fruit or like a vegetable did you hustle though did you trade i tried my best but exactly. uh not a whole lot of kids want an apple yeah, who, yeah. Who wants, who wants cucumbers and ranch when you could have a fruit roll-up right yeah but you but you played junior b man you could have like signed like a stick or something gave it away <laughs> okay <laughs> that's good man <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know mine. I go Dunkaroos too. Probably, those are the shit. You'd always just eat like the first eight Dunkaroos. You'd just dip like the tiniest bit. Yeah, your last Dunkaroo. You'd always save the circle one. Yeah, circle shape one, and just get a full freaking thing of icing. I don't even know. Do they have Dunkaroos in the states? I don't know. So there are these like graham crackers that come in like a package, and then there's like a a dip on the side and it's like it's just pure icing yeah so like no, really no way they don't have dunkaroos in the states uh, that's what i thought they I've must never seen them. I don't i've know. never seen them either maybe they just don't make them anymore anyways i, mean, I don't see them so, so you'd sit there with your dunkaroos and you'd ration it out so you just barely dip it in the in the in the icing for like the first couple so and then have- <laughs> and then the last one You'd get like seventy five percent of the icing on the thing, oh. and it'd be all over your fingers, and then you just like yeah, suck it back. Right and then you bad boy out, and then you'd start scooping it with your finger, make sure you got all the icing. I would actually, yeah. Would you? You tongue you punch it? Do you know what Joe Louis are? Oh yeah. yeah, I ate those a lot too as a kid. Funny thing about Joe Louis is we'd always go to one of my best buddies' house after school because he lived like. Across, literally across the street so we'd go there and wait for our parents to pick us up at, like a couple hours later when they got off work 
And so we'd go to his house and he had a freezer downstairs of just like boxes and boxes of frozen Joe Louis. And this guy is like, went on to be like a division one hockey player. So like, we'd literally go down there and just probably, probably eat a box of them. And then we'd sit there and start like making like, we'd like literally try to pick fights with each other where like, okay, guys, we're going to play NHL today. Uh, loser. Uh, has to get spanked by this wooden spoon and then we'd sit there and whoever lost would have to like bend over the couch and then like one guy would the guy that beat them would have to like just whip him with a spoon and then uh, it was obviously started fighting. And the winner gets an extra Joe Louis. <laughs> yeah, the winner gets the Joe Louis at the end. He gets the loser's Joe Louis. <laughs> yeah. oh. um, Johnny, do you play any more golf? Marty, you you don't play golf, do you? No, not really. I did I did play golf this weekend actually. Uh we played a pretty cool game. Have you ever heard of Wolf? Yeah. Yeah, we played Wolf. That's pretty um, fun actually. Yeah, I like that. Um and we played like a dollar a point, so it was kind of cool. So I don't know, you wanna explain Wolf to our listeners? Yeah, so basically how it works is you're in a foursome and the game can be played well it's all individual points but each hole is different you can have a different partner on each hole so basically um the last person to hit on every hole is the wolf so like if we were in a three like if we were playing in a threesome and we had one other guy with us if marty hit was hitting last he's the wolf and then like he would watch johnny hit he would watch me hit he would watch the third person hit and he can either choose to pick one of us after or yeah, right after our shot, he could pick us as his partner. So if we hit a good drive, he could pick us as his partner for the hole. And then we play out the hole as like a team. You play your own, hole, your own ball the whole way. And then whoever has like the lowest combined score at the end of the hole wins a point. Or if you don't like anybody's tee shot, you can go on your own. And then if you end up getting the lowest score on your own, then you get two points. Yeah. And if you don't get the lowest score, everyone else gets one point. So you play this, you rotate the wolf every hole, and then at the end, whoever has the most points wins. And then, like, yeah, they they would win. <laughs> <laughs> and there's eight and there's eighteen holes, so um, like so you play it eighteen times, right? And then, like, so like how golf works, Marty, is like there's eighteen holes, and like there's like the first nine are called the front nine, yeah, and, and the back like the the last nine are called the back nine. And like each hole has like a relative score that you're supposed to get, and that's called par. And then so like if you get par, then then that's like three, four, or five strokes depending on the hole. And then so like basically that's just how golf like you tee up the ball at the tee, and then you hit it into the fairway or the rough, and then you keep playing until you put the ball in the cup. And like every shot, I know like you don't like this, but every shot, every time you touch the ball, that counts as one shot. <laughs> so. And the tricky part wait, of wait, 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 wait. So if you hit it into the pond, you don't get to drop a ball for free? No, no. If you hit it into the pond, you get a drop oh. one, but it counts as a shot. So you'd be hitting three from the side of the pond instead of hitting two, which I know that gets lost on some of the boys sometimes. But Yeah, and the tricky part about golf is, like, there's shit in the way, like trees and sand bunkers, and the hole is really far away. So Wait, and so you only get to use one ball, or can you use multiple balls per hole? Well, if you uh, lose, if you lose a ball, then you could grab – grab a different ball from your bag but like as soon as no. you no no yes, you, can, like, you can only play one ball yeah 
okay, so I think we got to teach Frizz the game because Frizz plays four balls. <laughs> yeah, Frizz until he gets until he gets a birdie every hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Frizz will hit four or five off the tee, pick the good one, hit another three from the fairway till he likes it. Then he'll putt twice and he'll be like, we're like, you, back. We're like we'll be like, what'd you get? You'd be like, par. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I got a par on this ball, a bogey on that one, triple on that one. Oh, so, <laughs> oh, okay. Got six in the fairway, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he'd be I'm like, guy, but... he'd be like, oh, are you count? Like, why don't you just count your own score and mess off? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay. although when uh, we were playing on Imagi and that bird just kept going and he duffed his shot, he goes, that'd be nice if that bird shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a <laughs> there's a bird in the tree that was just go- like doing just like a the harmless little just, sparrow, <laughs> just chirping, and it was just it just like would kept kept chirping. Frizz was you could tell it was bothering him when he was standing over his ball, he hits it. Doesn't say anything. Starts walking. Gets in the cart. We start driving. He gets to the next shot. And then we said something about his shot. And he's like, yeah. Be like, it would be really nice if that bird just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, and screamed it. So the whole golf course can hear. We're like, oh, my God. Frizz, like, what, what's going on? <laughs> hey, we'll get out for a couple rounds when we go to school. Oh, yeah. I think we'll we'll have a lot of free time because like school doesn't start till the eighth. So yeah, I'll be there for like two weeks. This we'll will be the earliest I've ever went. We'll play around too, and uh, when I come up, yeah, well, yeah, that sounds good to me. Um, what are you, what are you guys' class schedules looking like? Are you guys like busy all the time or no? No, like like light course load this semester. Pretty light. I'm only. Uh... I'm actually doing a, a field experience with my teacher. We are, she's doing a case study on firefighters and their mental health. Oh yeah. So I'm in a, I'm doing field experience under her. I'm in a, how do you, how help, do you help, help her with some research and help her do the case study on that? So how would you do that though? Like what is the basis of it? Like what does do you she mean? just like does she just go to like the fire departments and like kind of interview the the people and see how they're doing and then would you be like helping with like data collection or would you help be helping with like the interview process? I think I'm gonna do a little bit of everything. Like I, I told her I want to do as much as I can. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm excited. That, are you getting credits for that? Or are you just doing it as like a volunteer like work experience type thing? I get I get credits for it. Oh, nice. So it's like your like an internship sort of. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of nice. How many credits is that? Only three, but oh, that's better than one. <laughs> my like my research, I have to do a research project this semester for bio, and it's like you get one credit for it, and it's like forty-five hours or something like that. So, yeah, not bad. Which averages out to like one third of an actual course, which is like normal. But Johnny, what's your class schedule looking like? uh well you guys got lighter like you're in your senior year i'm still going through it right but yeah five classes a semester and can i get through them <laughs> you're taking five yeah I, I i was taking four uh the first my first two years because um when i was playing junior i was taking classes at mcmaster so those uh courses transferred over 
You know this is recorded, eh, Marty? We can post whatever your face you're making right now. Yeah, we're posting that without the hat and <laughs> that face and whatever that thing is on your head. <laughs> it's his, uh, what's that thing called? I don't even know. The headband. The headband. Headband. It's my mom's headband. Is your mom's? That thing looks like it just... Did that pull all your hair out? <laughs> all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> Ever remember when he couldn't get his... Uh his earphones working and we we're just chirping his hair oh yeah you actually hear us <laughs> yeah i could hear them but i couldn't get my mic to work or we started recording and like we we're just getting ready to do the podcast last week and these guys are absolutely roasting me about my freaking <laughs> hair <laughs> we were like we were like he's like i can't i can't hear you guys it's cutting out and johnny and i start going so are you gonna put a hat on, Marty? Like, what's <laughs> Johnny and I are dying laughing. Then Marty, then Johnny said something at the end, and Marty's like, "I can hear you," you know. <laughs> and then we started dying again. <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's good stuff. That's good stuff there. That's good stuff. Good clean fun. All right. Yeah. So. We'll we'll wrap it up here. A little bit of a shorter interview or podcast this week. Obviously, um, we still learning how to do this, and we screwed up our guests' times, and uh, that's on us. Um, obviously, we're gonna learn from it. Hopefully, and <laughs> we're gonna come back next week, and we're gonna have a guest next week. That is we a for sure. Have a guest. That is a Mark Messier guarantee. We will one hundred percent have a guest next week. I don't care if it's our moms i don't care if it's someone random i don't care if it's someone we planned we're Maybe having we a guest. our moms our moms yeah. would be hilarious the six of us on there that'd be oh, hilarious man. i'm sure some funny stories would be flowing oh yeah there's gonna be like stories about our childhood and all that stuff but you know what the good news is is the guest that we were supposed to have on today we are going to reschedule and he will be on so and he's perfect got a good story yep interesting story with uh with ben there so we'll drop that uh once we get the interview with him hopefully we'll get it this week and then we'll uh reconvene next week for another episode of the no bad days podcast thank you always thank you as always for tuning in thank you cheers fellas cheers later Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.